Dan Ryan, I'm not sure he's losing sleep. He'd sleep pretty well, I reckon, considering the, the start to 2023 that they've had with the Teams Cup at the weekend. But also thinking back to last year and that incredible title for the West Coast Fever. They were awarded the Team of the Year at the Sports West Awards last Thursday night. Dan Ryan's been good enough to join us to reflect on that achievement and what's coming up in season 2023. Dan, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, congratulations, first things first, Dan. You and the organisation for the award. What did it mean to be to be called out as the winner last Thursday night? Yeah, I think a, a really special moment for the club and the team and obviously the first netball team in the history of the awards to be acknowledged in that regard was incredibly special and um, just, I suppose, another great acknowledgement of, of the year that we did have and the history we did create together. So, yeah, a significant moment in, in the club's history, which was which was great. Sport doesn't really allow you to smell the roses, does it? You prepare for a new season and you try and do it all over again. But now that 2022's done and you've been bestowed such an award, how do you reflect on last year and what made it so special? Yeah, I think we look at um, last year as what a great opportunity it was for us and everybody embracing, I guess, the role that they had to play for the team to allow us to have the opportunity to be as successful as what we were. And, you know, we made a couple of shifts in terms of how we played the game, a couple of shifts in terms of our culture and dynamics and the buy-in from the playing group and the staff and the entire club, actually, to go on that journey together was was really enjoyable and exciting and challenging. And, um, you know, I reflect back on 2022 and, and look at our two games that we played in the final series, both our semi-final and grand final, which were our, by far our best performances of the season. But during the actual home and away season, while we ended up finishing second on the ladder, our form was a little bit indifferent for a number of different reasons. So we kind of closed out, you know, playing our best game ever, I guess, in the grand final, but still knowing that there was so much room for growth and improvement and evolution, which I think is really shaped our mindset heading into 2023. Um, as good as we were last year, we know that we can be so, so much better, which is um, which is our driving force, I guess, for, for the next 12 months. Ben, how important... Dan, sorry. How important um, is it to utilise everyone in the squad and give them experience during the year? Because there was combinations uh, that you tried and it's, everyone had that court time. How important was that in the, the long-term aspect of the season? Uh, absolutely critically important and I'm, I'm a big believer that the, the depth you have in your squad is one of the key elements you need to win a premiership you can't in netball these days win it with just the starting lineup and expect to have that seven run every game every week you really need to have the diversity and the weaponry on the bench to be able to impact change a game bring something different but also i think what's really important in our environment is having that internal competition every time they set foot on the training track where the girls are literally taking each other on like it's an SSN court. So the competition is pretty brutal, but it always keeps everyone accountable and everyone on top of their game. And, you know, if they're having a struggling moment, someone overtakes them and then they learn that skill to fight back and respond and demonstrate the resilience. So the depth of quality within your environment and within your playing squad is a key ingredient to going a long, long way in the competition. And it served us really well last year. We certainly needed it because of the impact of COVID and injury and all of those types of things. And it's something very much at the forefront of our mind as we move into this season as well. And, you know, fortunately, we're able to demonstrate, again, the enormous depth we have across Team Girls Cup on the weekend. So we're in a great place with that. It's, it's hugely important. Well, you haven't been backward in adding to it, I think. You've got Kim Jenner and uh, the, the Kransberg twins and, and Nat Butler, who was, uh, of course, we know previously at Nat Medhurst. I mean... 
you're still adding firepower. Yeah, I think it's really important that, you know, you, you've got to back up the second year with points of difference and adding value in certain areas. And it's certainly not about rolling out the same thing of what we did 12 months ago. We need to consolidate all the things we did really well, but look for little slight shifts and subtle changes and variations. And again, our four training partners that we have in our environment are some of the best in the competition. And only one new addition to the contract attending Kim Jenner in what she brings to our defensive line, but she's a really dynamic inclusion that has slotted in really nicely to our structures that actually suit her playing style really well too. So um, subtle change, but enough change to present a different proposition moving forward this season. And Nat, as Wayne mentioned, a name that we know particularly well, even if now married to Sam, she's changed her her surname, Um, someone to have that experience waiting in the wings vital and I've seen you two have already had a little bit of byplay on social media which is entertaining as well. Yeah, it's been um it's been a long journey to, to get Nat to this point or for us to get to that point with Nat around if this was a path we both wanted to take. And and once we were both in a very clear space that jumping into this training partner space was what Nat wanted and what we were really keen to support. Um, I've been so impressed with how she's attacked training, how she's prepared herself, how she's been really diligent in buying into what we're all about as a team it's been really quite amazing to watch and um, just actually watching her across the course of the training environment get better and better with every session and love her netball and love the environment and then be really rewarded I guess across the pre-season cup with a lot of court time and just honestly getting back to the Nat Butler of old by the time it came grand final she was producing some high-quality netball and bringing out the best with those around her. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's quite significant for a mother of two young kids, three years out of the game, to still be able to have a place in our sport and come back and demonstrate while, you know, age is no barrier and we shouldn't be excluding uh, mothers from our sport. I think it's amazing in what she has done and quite inspirational, I think, for a lot of people watching her because she's still as good as she ever has been. So... Um, she brings a lot to our environment and it's a tough position as a training partner there's no guarantee that she'll get a look in when the season comes but I guarantee you if she does get that opportunity she'll be absolutely ready and and taking it with both hands Um, To move uh, sorry to get these girls in I mean obviously there's been a few changes Uh, Stacey Francis Bayman I mean she retired any other movement? No that's it we've just had one, one shift in the training partner space as well so we had Sloane Burton in there for a few years as young goaler, but has opted just to focus on state league commitments over the next 12 months, and that's opened the door for, for Nat's inclusion. And, and then, obviously, Jordan Cranberg, Zoe's twin sister, has come over from Melbourne to shift her university degree. She's studying medicine at UWA, so she's locked in for the next three to four years in, in that university degree, and she's bolstered our midcourt, and, and she was sensational at Team Girls Cup. Absolutely SSN material, so... Um, great depth in that training partner space and you know a couple of new faces in the environment which has been really refreshing um, what will happen after last year winning there'll be a lot of chat about back to back internally is that spoken about or what is the focus yeah I think it's been a really interesting one we've really acknowledged that a lot of the language used externally around us is going to be the defending champions, the reigning premiers going to back-to-back and all of that type of jazz that goes with it. But for us, our mindset is really shifting to be in the present moment now and attacking another premiership opportunity. We're looking at 
2023 is a clean slate, a blank canvas, a brand new opportunity. We don't own the trophy anymore. That was last year, so we've parked that. It's now a clean slate around what we're trying to accomplish this year together. And it's really about empowering the group and reinforcing the knowledge that we have the playing list that is capable, we have the staff that are capable, we have the resourcing that we need. So at the end of the day, it's really about us going for it and attacking the opportunity that's the front of, in front of us, and, and that's the mindset we're taking. So it's a, it's a great approach to take, and I've seen a really clear uh, demonstration of that from the playing group from day one of pre-season, particularly in 2023 when it did tick over into the new year. Um, and that's the way we'll be approaching it. No complacency, no resting on our laurels of last year. It's a new opportunity, and we know how big the challenge is going to be, but um, we're up for it, and we're, we're leaning into it. Dan Ryan with us, the uh, the coach of the West Coast Fever, reigning premiership coach, championship coach in the Suncorp Super Netball, the Team Girls Cup won in the Sunshine State at the weekend. A nice way to tune up for the season proper, which is only a couple of weeks away now. Dan, you've got the Vixens first up, uh, which will be a great day for the club at home. Uh, but uh, tuning up nicely. Yeah, 10 Girls Cup on the Gold Coast was a great weekend for us, and we took 13 players with us and were quite disciplined around the restrictions we had on a number of players in terms of load management and court time, and that forced our hand to ensure that we really did look at a lot of different combinations that perhaps might not get huge opportunities throughout the course of the season. And, you know, we saw 13 players at different times get out there and do some brilliant stuff, and... Um, there probably wasn't much else that I wanted to see that I didn't see across the course of the weekend. And probably most importantly from my perspective was the gradual improvement game to game, if not quarter by quarter. And the way we started compared to the way we finished on Sunday afternoon in the final was a great indication or affirmation that what we've been doing in the training environment is preparing us really well. Uh, understanding too that we take a lot of learnings and a lot of insight around where we are and where other teams are now based on what we experienced across the course of the weekend. So we sharpen the focus over the next three weeks in preparation for round one, but things tracking along pretty nicely across the board. Uh, Janelle Fowler, of course, uh, has been a thorn in the side of every other team. And um, one would think that they'd be a little bit worried now that her family's here. It must be great for her. She'd be obviously a lot more relaxed. And we, well, gee whiz, can she improve anymore? Uh, absolutely. I think she's She's got a new level of motivation and a new level of energy about her now, which is really infectious. I think day one when she arrived here, knowing that her family was with her and she could go to training and she could go home to a home-cooked meal for the first time in six years or she could go back into her home after training and have face-to-face conversations with people in person, um, it's really quite significant. I think people underestimate the enormous sacrifice that she she's made over the past six years and Watching her daughter grow up over FaceTime for half the year has no doubt been incredibly challenging. But to have her daughter here with her who started school and is absolutely loving it, and also her fiancé, Ashani, as well. So it's, it's a new Janelle Fowler. It's a reinvigorated Janelle Fowler. And I tell you what, she's, she's the world's best goal shooter for a reason because she simply wants to get better. And um, I love that about her. And um, I think we're going to see a, a really, you know, Janelle take another step forward uh, this year with her netball because of the circumstances that now surround her and the support that she has here. So can't wait to see what the next 12 months brings for her. It's a scary proposition for other teams. It's very exciting uh, if you're a fan or you're involved uh, at the West Coast Fever. How's Sue Gordian going, Dan? Are you keeping a lid on her or is she um, having her best pre-season? 
Oh, she's having a very good pre-season, old Gordy. No, she's doing a doing a fantastic job, and obviously her and I are really dynamic together in in the training environment. And she's an excellent general manager and, and technical specialist coach in our on-court capacity as well. So she's been a great mentor to me across the course of my time at the club, and um, certainly has done a brilliant job of really um, bringing the West Coast Fever netball club together exceptionally well so love working under Gordy and, and having her a part of the team she's uh she's one of the best in the business for sure can you go back to back at the sports west awards next year when team of the year two years in a row well i think if we can keep getting better at what we're doing we're going to be a good chance but i think you know what we've been really mindful of in discussing with the group is how big the challenges are going to be every single week and every team is going to come and want to try and knock us off not just because we're west coast fever but because we are the reigning premiers and, and taking a scalp of the reigning premiers is always something that every team aspires to do across the course of the season. So our ability to survive all those challenges, I think, is going to be really important. But I'll tell you what, we're up for it. We're excited by that proposition and, and we'll be doing everything we can to go as far as we possibly can in 2023. We wish you well in those endeavours. Uh, Dan, thanks for your time this morning. Well done on what you've achieved over the last 12 months and may there be much more success in 2023. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Dan Wright, the coach of the uh, the West Coast Fever, came in and took over from Stacey Marinkovic, took the baton and has ran with it seamlessly. As the Fever now chase back-to-back. And any sport, we're talking about West Perth a bit earlier, it's challenging, but it's possible. And with the roster so settled, and yes, Stacey francis Bayman's a loss, and she was on with Matt a couple of days ago. She's moved into some media work, I think, now. But, um, yeah, she's a loss. But she was playing off the bench, I think, hmm. for the most part of last year. So they're, they're prime.